Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Top Down Perspective. It is Sunday, July 11th, I believe, and good, I'm... Good handle on the date there, by the way. Is that the date? Yeah, yeah. That well, it's Sunday, yeah. Right, yeah, okay. Um, I am your host, John Booker, once again joined by Jonathan Wheeler. Yo. John, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm chilling at work. Pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, of course. Again, I, I love not being home. <laughs> Once again, Nathan can't join us today. I don't know why this time, but hopefully, maybe he'll be here next time. He's busy, though. Busy guy. We will just hogtie him and time in front of a microphone. Sooner or later. Eventually. Um, so, John. Yo. T- I want to know what you've been playing. Tell me about... Death Smiles. Uh, you, you've been looking through my playlist, haven't you? Yeah, I want to hear all about that. <laughs> Why do you want to hear all about this? Because it looks like a crazy, weird game with that collector's edition and all that. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty fun. Um, let's get some details here. Have you ever heard... played he- tons of it. I played a decent amount of it. Uh, have you heard of a group called Cave? No. Is this like a developer? It's a developer, yeah. Okay, no. Well, they're, okay, they're a Japanese company, so I'm not really surprised. Um, have you... Ever, like, years ago, there was this big video going around of, like, the hardest game ever, and it was, like, a crazy top-down shooter that, like, the entire screen was filled with bullets? You ever see that? I, I never saw this. Okay, well, it was it was internet big for a while, and uh, it was made by Cave. I think it was... I can't remember the name. It was, like, Mushitari Black Label. It's got some really weird name. Okay. Uh, but, uh, this is made by them. They've made a bunch of different shooters, and this is one of the ones that they put on the 360 called Death Smiles. It's about, uh, a group of girls who get transported to another dimension and gain magical superpowers, and the father of one of the girls is trying, is summoning demons and trying to basically go back to the real world. So you have to fly around and blow up stuff. Oh. Wait, why, why do you have to, why do you have to blow up stuff? Because like, the dad's blowing up stuff? The dad is causing stuff, causing demons to appear to destroy the world you're in because he's trying to get home. So you have fly around and blow up stuff because you're one of the few people with magical powers. Are you blowing up his demons? Yes. Why? Because... Do you want to get home? Yeah. Well, no, it's because uh, the demons are just kind of destroying everything. You don't know about that he's summoning it until the end. And oh, wait, so is that, like, major spoiler right there? Not really. The game itself, you can beat in less than an hour. Like, maybe less than 30 minutes, actually. Wait, what? Yeah, it it's a... Okay, have you ever played Gradius? Yes. How long do you think it would take you to beat Gradius if you could just keep continuing? I, I'm not sure. I haven't played that much Gradius. Okay, well... I don't the think ga- I ever beat Gradius. The game itself is probably a half hour long. The, the difficulty comes from how hard the game is. Or the extended play length comes from that. Okay, so it's a hard game then? Yeah, it's a hard game, but they do give you infinite continues. Or at least in the 360 version. This used to be an arcade what, what game. What else so is you... it on on? The arcade? Hmm? Okay. Yeah, this used to be an arcade, arcade game. I think, I don't know if it was on anything else besides 360 and arcade. Probably PC, knowing them. I, but didn't, yet... I didn't see any retail copies of PC. Well, no, we wouldn't have gotten over here. It'd be Japanese only or something yeah, like that. Yeah, well, yeah, I was talking over here. Okay, so yeah, over here, I don't think we've gotten anything from Cave yet. I think this is the first Cave release we've ever gotten. Okay. 
Is it a is it a good first step into North America? Uh, yes and no. All right. Yes, because it's actually a pretty good game, and it's one of the easier ones that they've made, so it's accessible, and it has like a bunch of different difficulty settings. It's it's got a cool concept where you uh, instead of just all the enemies coming from the right, like most shooters, like Gradius, they come from like all sides of the screen, so you have to shoot in both directions and kind of manage yourself. Okay, so you can shoot in more than one direction then? Yeah, you can shoot left and right, but you've also got lock-on shots and you've got bombs. Alright, can, can you shoot up at all or do you need to move up and then shoot left? Um, in certain modes you can use your familiar, which is like something that just follows your character, and shoot up, but otherwise you can't shoot up, unless you're using lock-on shots. Okay. Um, the one thing that's bad is it seems the the way they presented the game probably going to turn off a lot of people. Okay, explain. Okay, so the game comes in this collector's edition. I believe it's only the collector's edition. Apparently you can download the PS3 version is what I've been told. I'm not sure on that one. Okay, so it's like Argorist War. Yeah, and uh, it's like kind of like Argorist War. It comes in like this weird collector's edition, but it doesn't come with something weird like a breast mouse pad or like something like that. It's just, it's overly girly. It's got, like, Lolitas all over it. They're, like, just making it seem kind of creepy-ish. I, yeah, I, I, from seeing it, I, I understand what you mean. Which, I mean, it sucks, because the game is really good, but, like, all the art related to the game is pretty much that. The game itself is actually kind of funny, and it's not creepy at all until you get, like, certain endings. Like, narrative-wise? It's narrative-wise, narrative wise, there's, like, next to no text or anything. It's just, like, the con, like, the menu art up until you load up the actual game is just, like, a bunch of underage girls posing like they oh. shouldn't be posing. Okay, so it's funny because it's kind of stupid and inappropriate. It's not like there's jokes. Yeah. Okay, okay. I don't know, like, I enjoy playing the game. The gameplay itself is really good. It's just, I feel creepy having bought it. Right, well... I, pr- I might have felt There's better... There's nothing if- on the box that makes it look like a perverted game. I, I guess, and, it, and it's not really perverted. I'm pretty sure it's E or T. It might be teen. I don't even remember. I can't remember either. But, uh, I don't know. Like, it, it doesn't come with anything creepy like the, the breast mouse pad as well. It comes with a faceplate, which just has the characters on it. Right, yeah, yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. It's if The game is fun. I might... I would probably recommend to some people you might either buy it now if you're really into kind of crazy shooters like that. Bullet hell shooters is what they're called. Right. Or maybe wait till it goes down a bit in price. I'd say buy it now on, if you like that stuff because it'll get them to bring more cave shooters over here and apparently the later ones they've made to get more and more ridiculous, like funny and difficult. And I would like to right. see that. Right. And I'd have to say really just... If you're not gonna, if you probably haven't even bought it now, there's a small chance you're gonna be able to find it anymore. I think my store had like one copy of it ever. I can't see very more, very many more coming out. Mm. It's it's made by Axis Games, which traditionally doesn't release too many copies of their games. Right. But then again, it might just be something like Deadly Premonition, where you, this, each store only has like one copy at a time. Because that's also Axis Games. Uh, no, that's Ignition. Really have... No, it's not. I'm pretty sure Deadly Premonition's Ignition. I'm pretty sure you're wrong. I will fight you. Do you own the game? Deadly Premonition, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, pretty sure it's access. To the Google-mobile! Do it. See who's right. Ignition's on the cover. What? It's access. Okay, well... 
Maybe it's spy fiction that's access. Um, uh, it's like access, like A C C E S S. Yeah, it's a it's a different company. I'm talking about Axis, A S K Y. It's spelled a lot weirder. Oh, yeah. Okay. Spy fiction is like access, as in access granted. That's what I thought you were talking about. No, um, I'm gonna look this up here. Death Smiles. Death Smiles it- is uh, A K S Y S Games in North America. All right. Well, you can see how I got confused. Yeah. Um. Okay. So overall, good game. Enjoying it. Overall, yeah, I'd really enjoy it. And like, I guess it's it's like creepy because of the Lolita, but I'm all, I'm kind of turned off of Lolita stuff to begin with. So okay. I don't really know how else to describe it. It's a fun game if you can get past that. Right. Okay. Okay. And how are the achievements? Because you have like 300 or something. Um. You're not going to get the full 1,000 unless you're really good at shooters. I'll just say that. Okay. All right. Because uh, what what annoys me is that there's basically eight achievements linked to beating the game. Because when you beat the game, you're given, like, uh, ending A, ending B choice. So you have to beat it twice with each character. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was but the problem... ask if the five characters did anything specific. Yeah. All oh, right. So, yeah, ten times then, because I forgot about the fifth character, who's only in certain modes... There's like six or seven modes, and beating some of them don't give you ending unlocks. Yeah, there's like okay. s- there's like six modes, and I think you have to choose two of them to get the the ending A, ending B achievements. All right. And there's some other achievements like there's easy ones like beat bosses, uh, pick level three, go to hell mode, stuff like that. Um, then there's a bunch of secret achievements like get a score of uh, I think it's ten billion. Is that a high number, or do the points come pretty quick? Uh, on my best attempt, or, or one of my first attempts, I should say, I got 100 million, but I didn't get an achievement, because there's one link to 100 million, but I was in the wrong mode for it. Okay. And that's so that's only a tenth of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that can be pretty hard, I guess. So yeah, like if if I bothered getting all the uh, ending achievements, which I might at some point, I'll probably have about seven hundred points, maybe six hundred, seven hundred, and then the rest are just doing crazy, stupid stuff. Yeah, stuff like beat the game on the highest difficulty with no without using a credit, beat the game without losing a life, stuff like that. Okay. So anything besides death smiles this week? Uh, kind of. Yeah, there was one Game Boy game I've been playing. That's about it. And that is? That is James Bond 007. Alright, let's hear about it. Okay, so it came out around the same time that, you know, that other famous James Bond game came out. Okay. Can you think, you know which one I'm talking about? I'd have to assume Perfect Dark. Clearly. <laughs> no, it's Quantum of Solace. Yes, that one. Yes, that one was great. It's <laughs> the best game ever on the Wii. Uh, yeah, uh, GoldenEye came out around the same time, but this one wasn't made by Rare. This okay. one was made by, I think, Delphine, I think, was the name of the company. I've never heard of that company. I know, I just can't think of what games they made either, besides that. Uh, but they've made, uh, they made this uh, James Bond game, which is actually pretty good. Because of all the things it plays like, it plays like uh, Link's Awakening. 
Okay. So it plays like the original uh, Legend of Zelda games. Right. But just with a gun. Well, yeah, you have to get the gun later on. But you like you start going around with your your martial arts and stuff like that. Um, you can switch between punches using like secret weapons and stuff like that. You find equipment around. Uh, it's a top-down perspective. Haha. <laughs> ah. Uh, and oh, everybody, uh, everybody drink. No. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a drinking game now. No, I'm just kidding. Doesn't happen far too enough. But yeah, like it's actually pretty fun to play, and apparently it went uh, greatest hits or player's choice on the Game Boy Advance or on the Game Boy, which means that it actually sold pretty well. Okay. They had greatest hits on the Game Boy. Yeah. Oh right, I think I only ever remember like one of the Super Mario Bro games being on there. Okay, sorry, I got the name of the company wrong. It was Sapphire. Okay, yeah, that is. I still I don't know anything they've done either. Uh, let's see, anything here that's noticeable. Van Helsing for the last gen. Awesome. Really, really great stuff. <laughs> Army Men Sarge's Heroes for the Dreamcast. Lego Bionicle for the Game Boy Advance. Oddworld's Abe's Odyssey for the Game Boy and Game Boy Color. StarCraft Brood War for PC? Wait, what? Okay, so they got some credit. How what? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, shouldn't it have been, like, Blizzard? Yeah. <laughs> no, they're listed as co-developers. Wow, I just learned something important. Uh, <laughs> but they've also made a crappy game. They made the Xena Warrior Princess fighting game on the N64. I didn't know that, but that sounds great. Yeah, it's I didn't know that was a game. Game of the year. Along with Hercules' The Legendary Journeys. You can play as Kevin Sorbo. Who is Kevin Sorbo? He was Hercules. Oh, I'm sorry. How the dare you not... I'm associated with is, like, the Disney one. Okay. Yeah, this one predates the Disney one. Okay. But yeah, that was pretty much all I've played. Alright, alright. What I'm about going you? Going into a bit of what I've played. Um, the majority was Crackdown 2. I, I beat that this week. And that game is really, really short. Uh, it took me about six and a half hours, and that includes hunting for orbs and not doing missions. Wait, what? Yeah. So, just doing all of the straight story missions, it's like a four-hour game. Well, I, a lot of free-range games are like that. Not really, because when you think of free-range games, you think of, like, Grand Theft Auto. And then I think of Deadly Premonition, but either way, those are like 20-hour games each. 15, 20 hours. And we're like, yeah, same with like Infamous, Prototype. They didn't take me four hours, because uh, I always I do just the main story missions. I'm trying to think. There's some like open-world games that are literally, if you don't do all the extra stuff, you beat the game in less than five hours. I want to say Spider-Man 2, but I think I'm wrong about that. Oh, I I wouldn't know about the Spider-Man games. I haven't. I've hardly played any of them. Hmm. I didn't like Web of Shadows. Yeah, Web of Shadows wasn't that hot. Yet I hear everyone really liked it. I wanted to like it, but I just kept hearing so many bad things, so I never bought it when it came out. I got one sent to me for review before I had my PS3, so <laughs> I never had to review that one. Oh, okay. But I didn't. I didn't like it when I put it in. Just anyway. Um. 
So yeah, I, I re- I'm really enjoying Crackdown 2. I understand what's wrong with it, and tons of people have pointed out what's wrong with it. I have yet to review it, so I'm, I still need to do that. But, uh... Doing the co-op is useless, mainly. Why? Is that? Oh, a breach. Because um, you only gain uh, story progression at when you're... Uh, for yourself. Like, so the whoever's hosting it gets it. Okay, so it's like Dead so Rising 2. Uh, or like Dead Rising 2 yeah. will be, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you can still get like money and stuff, can't you? Anyway, you can still collect orbs and all that and do side missions, but it, since there's no point, it's literally like, hey, you're in my game, alright, go. you can go do whatever you want. And so, because it's, since it's Crackdown, even staying with your friend is a hard thing to do, because like two jumps, they're already six city blocks away from you. So wait, you don't even, like, any of the orbs you pick up don't even stay? No character progression stays? No, no, the, the orbs and the character progression does stay, but at that point, I can collect orbs alone. Right? There's, like, yeah. the only point to, like, the online... They have online orbs, which essentially act like the hidden orbs in which, when you collect one, you need to be nearby one of the other people. Like, they both have to be kind of standing there. And they, uh... And you kind of get experience for all of your, uh... Attributes, as opposed to just one. But apart from that, there's no real reason. The game's pretty easy. You don't ever kind of really need help. Uh, so that was kind of disappointing, but I ended up still doing that with a friend, and I don't really know why I did. I just wanted to do some co-op stuff, and it made it faster, which maybe, I guess, wasn't the best idea now that I think about it. So wait, did you beat the whole thing with someone else, or did you just do it all I beat solo? about I beat about, I want to say, a third of it with somebody else, because we were just blitzing the uh, main... Uh, Campaign? the campaign, which is essentially just, like, guarding checkpoints and stuff. It's all really pretty generic stuff you're doing. Um, so, yeah, not a hard game. The co-op is com- kind of useless. But, uh, I, you know, I'm still enjoying it. I guess everyone's biggest gripe with it is how it's too much like the first Crackdown, but I really enjoyed the first Crackdown, so I'm okay with that. So you even played Crackdown 1, I don't know you've talked about it, and you've done co-op, even though apparently it was super buggy. It was. It was really buggy. But um, uh, bugs aside, do you think the co-op in two is better or the co-op in one is better? Um, the co-op in one, I believe, it took me four hours to run through the whole game with the guy I did it with, and I'm pretty sure it was about the exact same thing. Um, because when I did it, I started a new game to do it because I wanted to get the achievement for running through it on co-op. So I don't really know how the uh, car- um, campaign progression worked, but I'm assuming it had to be a- about the same. Only host gets it. Um, so you literally, this game is so close to the first game, I have to assume it's the exact same, and thus I don't really have an opinion. They're both the same, so they haven't changed much. Really, like, almost everything in this game is the same as the first game. Down to, like, the way the guy jumps. Even, they like, they've changed some of the buildings, but you're still notice it. which that actually that part's kind of cool because you're in the same city but it's 10 years later so they can, and it's like a new agent so they can kind of get rid of go get away from how they ended off the first game you'll be seeing some areas that you're familiar with but now it's they're like destroyed so i guess that's kind of neat but so do you feel ahead. that they should have made crackdown 2 or do you think they should have just patched one or just gave it a bunch of extra dlc 
Hmm. I I don't want to say the like patching the first one and oh, okay, obviously patching because you should always make your game better. Yeah. But uh, I don't think they could have done DLC because they didn't do anything different really in this game too much. I guess they could have updated it with some of the little minor tweaks they did. Um, but I think really this game, because the first one came out in like 2007, right? I think it was around there. Uh, I don't see it, how, why this game took three years to make. If they did start immediately, which I doubt they did, but like this game almost seems like it could have been like a six month kind of thing. Hmm. Maybe a year at most. Like how much extra content from the first game does it reuse? Or does it not seem to reuse anything at all, just kind of updates everything? I want to say it just kind of updates everything. It keeps a lot of like the animations and stuff, like the way you jump is the exact same. Um, I'm sure they did tweak some stuff because there were quite a bit of things wrong with the first one. Um, but for the most part, it, you're looking at almost the same game. Um, I, like it's not worth seventy dollars. Don't go buy it new. That's what I can say that for sure. Um, but yeah, so that was my time with Crackdown. Um, apart from that, I played a bunch of Peggle. Really? On the Xbox. Yeah, well, because I finally went into that PopCap Volume 2 disc that I had, mm -hmm. and Peggle was one of them, so I thought, well, I remember Peggle was kind of huge a few months ago, so I'll finally see what everyone was playing, going about. And it's okay. I kind of really like Peggle. Yeah, it's, it's actually pretty fun. pretty fun, isn't it? Yeah. Total podcastable game. Like, you do not need to listen to that game. <laughs> Except for when you win, and it has, like, that... That Ode to Joy. ...the music. Um, it's called... It's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, but apart from that, I'm enjoying it. Just shooting balls, mindless fun. It can get kind of hard near the end, though. I was having to repeat a ton of stuff. How many achievements did you get on it? Because I've only got a few, and I'm just like, I don't want to try this again. In total, I have 95. Um, I'm not going to go through it again, but with that game, all the achievements, it's just kind of luck. A lot of that game is luck. Yeah, well, basically, you can't. You really just point the ball and hope for the best. Hope you're really good at angles. Exactly. Hopefully you can see the angle. Some of the uh, powers will help you out, so you, you, you can kind of guess every now and then which shot would be a better one to take. Um, like, there are definitely some strategies you should stick to. One of the things I did was I always kind of aimed for the up, the higher up balls. That way I could hit those ones and it would fall down to hit the other ones. Um, but, yeah, it wasn't great achievement-wise. I guess I did get around half of them, but like I said, it's all just luck. For example, clearing out the whole board, I only ever did that once. And lucky for me, when I did it, I hit an orange b ball and a blue ball, so I was able to get that achievement as well. Yeah, I don't even like, have those. Yeah, they're hard, but I got them at the same time, and I just like freaked out. I was like, how on earth did that just happen? Um, so yeah, not a great... Uh, achievement game, but with how, like, simple it is, and, like, how you don't need to spend too, too much attention on it, I could see it easily being something to come back to. It it reminds me, it it's kind of reminds me of Geometry Wars 2, how I wish there was an achievement, and I guess the first Geometry Wars, for getting, a, like, accumulating a total number of points. Like, if there was something in there, like, get a total of, uh, I don't know, 8 billion points over all your games, mm. I would be playing that game a ton. And I really wish it was like that, but... Sadly, it isn't. Well, I don't um, know if they added it into the DLC, because there's that Piggle Knights expansion they actually released for it. 
Right, there is, which I don't plan to get, but looking at the achievements, I didn't see anything like that, so I don't think there is. Um, however, there is the challenges, which will last you a while, because after reading some of them, there's like a hundred different specific challenges. Um, I don't plan to do any of those. I'm kind of done with Peggle. I was fine with just going through the adventure mode. But overall, I had fun with that. And apart from that, I did play some more Infamous 2, but I won't really get into that because that's mad old and we've done that before. Yeah. Um, I played some Feeding Frenzy 2. Really? <laughs> What's the subtitle for that one? Ah, you just reminded me. I played a bunch of old ar- or a bunch of new arcade games. That I had totally forgot. Okay. About. Well, we'll jump back to you in one second. What yeah. Is it? Uh, oh, it doesn't say here on the box. It's like shipwreck something, shipwreck showdown or something like that. Just ridiculous. Um, and it's basically feeding frenzy one. <laughs> <laughs> Is it fun? Like, at least I never played. I don't think I really played feeding frenzy much. I'm really bad at it. Like, have you ever played it? Is that the one where you're like the small fish and you're trying to eat fishes that get bigger? Yeah, and then you avoid the big fish until you can eat them. Yeah, I've I've actually played a little bit way so way it's back. Kinda when just, it came it's, out. So it's jungler. Yeah, I guess. Though I think I had more fun with jungler. Anyway, um, what was I gonna say? Uh, I'm really bad at it. Like if I was using a mouse, oh, I'd be all over that. I'd be like nailing everything in that game. It's just because it, the movement speed is so fast. I find myself just getting eaten so often. Uh, so it's kind of hard. I have a friend who came over and played some with me. He's really good at it. I just can't wrap my mind around it. But and I haven't played much of that yet. One nice thing about that is every time you finish a level, it gives you a little fact about fish. <laughs> so I'm learning. I'm learning. I can't remember any of the facts. So I won't share any. But uh, if you want to learn about fish, play Feeding Friends you too. Apparently. Probably do this and then go be a marine biologist. You don't I, need a degree. I, I don't think that was the the point of the game. We're slowly making marine biologists. Yeah. They're taking on Rock Band, and they're trying to make something out of their players. They're creating musicians. We're creating marine biologists. Or employees at SeaWorld. Or <laughs> our statistics show that 95% of our players moved on to get a successful career at Marineland. Because <laughs> we all know everyone loves Marineland. Everybody does love Marineland. It's true. Anyone so anyone from, like, the U.S. is so confused right now. Oh, yeah. It's an amusement park, but whatever. Um, so what what else have you been playing? I had totally forgotten to play these because of Death Smiles. Uh, I ended up downloading a bunch of extra mind. arcade games because there was a sale, and I was just like, oh, I'll throw in a point card or two. Oh, did it, did it get you? What? Did you get trapped in that sale? I got one game out of that sale. There was a lot of good stuff on sale. You got one? Yeah. Oh, okay, I thought you were going to be like, I bought like nine games and I'm so broke. No, the only one I liked out of the sale, or at least when I went on there, was uh, Mega Man 10. You didn't get Winter Bottom? Oh, I missed that one. You didn't get Winter Bottom? I missed oh. that sale. I wasn't on my Xbox. Oh, it was. Well, you can get it from your computer now. Well, I have no points right now. Oh, okay. I, I find that compu- the being able to buy things from my computer like the worst, because it's literally like, things I kind of don't want, but it's so easy I can just click there and be like, alright, I'll add them to my cart right now. Yeah, I almost bought a, a bunch of new fan gamer shirts today, because I was like, oh man, there's a deal, and I can just use my credit card. And like, no, no, stop it. <laughs> Speaking of which, do you, uh, do you play Steam games at all? No, not really. 
TF2 okay, is the only so one, and I haven't played that in a while. Okay, because I was gonna—I was wondering if any of these Steam sales have like really gotten you. Because I oh, know tons of people. Uh, you should have seen Nathan and Sean. Or Nathan Sean. and Dustin. Sorry. Oh, during did that, they just go nuts. Yeah, during that podcast that we lost or that we couldn't use, uh, they bought like twenty games. Man, I really wish you guys hadn't lost that. Well, we'll have to have them both on again and redo their list. Yeah. But I just know that one of my friends, he was writing an exam the day uh, right after that they put uh, Counter-Strike on sale. And so he just like flips out going, crap. And then when he comes to the exam with me, he just, he just, writes, uh, he just tells me, I didn't study at all. I just played Counter-Strike. And I was like, way to go. And then he had an exam the next day. But uh, there was more of a sale. That's when their big sale started. And oh, he was boy. just like, oh, man, Steam does not want me to graduate. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, good luck. Anyway, so you picked up Mega Man 10. Did you play any of it? Yeah, I played a little bit. I played a bunch of the challenge mode in there, actually. How is it? Compared God, to 9, how is it? It's about the same. It plays they're, like an They're oldness. both kind of like the throwback to old style, right? Yeah. Um, it's a little... Unnecessary at this point, considering nine was the whole, supposed to be the whole big thing. So it's okay. like, oh, hey, we've got another throwback. Uh, yeah, I that's what I was kind of thinking because, like, it went on sale. And I was thinking of picking it up, and then I was just like, you know, if I was going to do this, I would have picked up nine a while back. That was the big event. See, I got nine on my Wii, and it felt the controls cool. felt a lot more natural there. I was going to get ten for the Wii as well, but then I realized I don't have much space on there, and uh, it was on sale on the 360. So I just was like, oh, this saves me the trouble. Right, okay, okay. So I got it there, and it's a little weird playing with, like, the joystick, but it's not bad otherwise. Okay, have you tried, the, like, the D-pad? I don't even want to try using that D-pad. That D-pad is horrible. That's, okay, I that's a sure well-known fact. that D-pad, yeah. Um, so, but good overall? You're enjoying it? Yeah, it's pretty good. Well, that's like, good. it's a Mega Man game. I own all the original Nintendo ones, so... Right, okay. Yeah, the only Mega yeah. Man game out of the original series I don't own is 7 for the Super Nintendo. Is that, like, the best one? No, that was the worst one. Oh, okay, so you didn't get it for a reason? Well, no, I, I, I haven't gotten it because it's also the most expensive one. The worst one is the most expensive one? Yeah, that's how the logic goes. I think I don't also have Mega Man Soccer. I heard Mega Man Soccer was good. I, I didn't hear that. Oh, okay. Uh, then again, I'm not a soccer fan, so... Is that a direct quote? You're not a soccer fan? Uh, is this where I break out my Vuvuzela and just kind of start blowing it into the podcast for the rest of it? I, I really hope so. <laughs> There's probably, there probably is a couple Vuvuzelas here around work. I gotta go find those. Why, why would those be around work? Just because of, like, football or soccer moments? Well, football is a sport. Uh, yeah, well, it's a sports company, so we're... We're pretty much always watching. Oh right, the... you, you, that's right. You're at the sports company, sports all the time. Yeah, because like the World Cup, all the matches were on TV and people were watching them in the cubicles. Oh okay, okay. Were you? Was it awesome? I watched a bit of it. Was it sports? It w- it was the most sports. The uh, yeah, there's a there's a lot of sports going on. You're not you're not lying. <sighs> Anyways, okay. after Mega Man Ten, I picked up uh, Earthworm Jim HD. Is that great? That's an old one. Well, the game's not old. HD? I thought that one was old, or did that just come out? Earthworm Jim HD came out like three weeks ago, maybe. 
I thought that... Okay, I'm probably thinking... Of Earthworm Jim itself came out, like... I know Earthworm Jim is old. I thought the HD version had come out a while ago, though. Nah, it was a couple weeks ago. Alright. Good? I'm um, pretty good. I played it on original difficulty. Like, the difficulty goes easy, normal, hard, original. And I've beaten oh, this... Oh, was it, like, a really hard game back in the day? Apparently, but I didn't find it that hard, because I've beaten that game many times since I was a kid. Huh. Alright, because I never played the original. Mm. It's The one thing that's weird about it is that it has multiplayer. And I haven't had a chance to try it out yet. What makes that weird? Uh, this is a single-player platforming game. Yeah, like, so was Bioshock. Well, besides the platforming, I had multiplayer and it worked. I guess, but, like, we're talking about, like, a 2D platforming game that was, like, the series, three games have all been, like, single-player platforming. And then suddenly it's like, oh, here's multiplayer. Well, they did, like, mu- like uh, multiplayer in, like, New Super Mario Bros. on the DS. Well, yeah, I guess. Like, and this is not, like, multiplayer deathmatch. It's, like, multiplayer co-op mode. So, like, New Super Mario Bros. on the Wii. Yeah, and I, I can understand it. Like, I, I, I'm sure it's probably a cool feature. It just caught me off guard. When I think multiplayer, I don't usually think Earthworm Jim. Okay. Like I said, I didn't play the first, so I don't really know how crazy this is. There, uh, there's two really tricky achievements in the game too for original uh, to get the whole 200. One is beat the game on original difficulty in under 50 minutes, which if you're good enough at the game, shouldn't be too hard. I didn't do it on my first try. Okay. How long uh, did it take you? Does it does it tell you in the end? It gives you like your your top times per stage, but it doesn't give you your overall time. Oh, okay. Did you add them up at all, or did you make it? I, I didn't bother. I know all I know is it was over an hour, so because okay. uh, I screwed up a bunch. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Plus, um, if you played the game on the Super Nintendo, they added in this level from like the Genesis and Sega CD versions that I had never played before, so I didn't know what to expect. So I got my butt kicked a couple times on that stage. Oh, okay, all right. But otherwise, that's a really good game. I'd highly recommend it, especially if you're fans of Earthworm Jim, or you just want a really good platforming game. How much is it? Uh, is it one of the eight hundred. Okay, good. I, I definitely like the eight hundred price point. Apparently, twelve hundred is the new standard, though. All the summer, all the games of summer are going to be twelve hundred. They haven't released prices yet. Uh, yes, they have actually. Wait, really? They released What's the schedule. They released the schedule for all five games, and they said all the games would be twelve hundred. I didn't know they had the price point. I knew, like, I knew they had the schedule, because, like... I'm pretty sure the same article awesome. on Kotaku that had the schedule also has the prices. Oh, okay. I, I just first saw the arcade thing on the yeah. Giant Bomb, and they only had the list. All right. Yeah, the only I thing... Pe- yeah, the only thing in the summer I'm waiting for, for so far is the Castlevania, so... What? What about Limbo? I haven't looked into Limbo yet. It looks so good. It looks really cool. What about the, what about the um, Tomb Raider one? Uh, yeah, that actually did look good, too. Keep in mind, it's Tomb Raider. Eh, I can ignore that. Alright, I'm just letting you know, like... Like, it's really Tomb Raider, apparently. <laughs> I found a copy. Isn't it, actually, isn't it like a dual joystick shooter this time? Yeah, it's kind of like a Diablo-ish shooter. Wait, Diablo's a dual joystick shooter? No, like, it's Diablo, but it's also, like, a dual joystick shooter. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes more sense. Oh, and, uh... And I like I like dual joystick shooters, so I might pick that up. But I'm not sure yet. I, I it's co-op at least, so. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's always fun. 
Is, do you know if it, any? Do you think it'll be online co-op? I hope so. Because I know like Geometry Wars had uh, some multiplayer modes, but those were those were um, oh, what's the word I want? Um, offline only. Offline only, yeah. And like I could see why, because with a like a dual joystick shooter, especially like Geometry Wars, you got a like even one second of delay, you're just you're gonna be dead. Yeah, I've tried no playing Smash TV online, and that didn't go well either, so... Exactly. So, yeah. Um, other than that, the last game I played was Duke Nukem Manhattan Project. Right, I also saw that one. Hey, did you get any points in that yet? I thought you were at zero. No, I've got, like, three achievements... Uh, two achievements in that, sorry. Okay. Alright, alright. Enjoying it? Oh, yeah, I really like it. It's, uh... I'm a big Duke Nukem fan, if people don't know that. My uh, laptop background's been Duke Nukem for a while. Well, you're just a fan of, like, muscled men in, in general. I just like B-movie action heroes. And they always are muscled men, from what I've noticed. Apparently. But I'm, like, I'm not saying anything, but I'm just clear, mad at everybody. Clearly you are. Thanks for that, by the way. I haven't, po- I haven't said anything. Anyways, um, like, that's, this is one of the few Duke Nukem games I didn't own. Uh, it came out in 2002 on the PC, and then they ported it to the Xbox Live Arcade like two weeks ago, maybe. Right. Uh, it is not... It's a 2D platformer like the very, very first Duke Nukem games, back when he was a fan of Oprah. Oh, man, I didn't I didn't know that. I, I only played uh, the first-person shooter ones. Yeah, Duke Nukem 3D was, like, the one that made it big. Okay. But, uh, yeah, originally he was, it was a bunch of 2D platforming games, kind of like Commander Keen. I don't know what Commander Keen is. Man, you're making me feel old. <laughs> I, <laughs> I apologize. But, uh, yeah, like, it's a 2D, it's a 2.5D platforming game. Like, there's a bunch of points where you go in the background and you, like, go around corners and stuff like that. It's actually really fun. I wasn't sure what to expect, but it was really fun to play. Okay, well, that's good. So wait, okay, so when you're saying 2.5D here, you're saying, like, you can go in the background, but you're, like, they're, they're sprites, they're not polygonal? Oh, uh, they're, poly- they're polygonal, yeah. They're polygonal. Okay, because, uh, okay, yeah, when I think 2.5D games, I think, like, a, kind of like a Sonic Rivals type deal. See, the game that usually uh, brings 2.5D to most people's mind, or at least people I talk to, was, like, Beautiful Joe. And that was, they were, everyone was polygons in that one. I didn't play Beautiful Joe. And I guess, like, the new Super Mario Bros. would also be in that. Yeah. Um, but, like, it... I don't know. Like, it, the game isn't just straight left to right, up and down. There's, like, you go foreground, background. There's, like, doors you can go through. The areas will wrap around tunnels and stuff like that. I think okay. I, yeah, I think I'm in the sewers at the moment, so it's, like, it's just a bunch of mazes that you can fly around and stuff like that. But there's, like, curving around through pipes and that. It It's fun. It's not what I expected, and I'm happy. Alright, that's good, for sure. So I'd highly recommend that one as well. And was that 1200 Uh, No, I think that was 800 or 800 as well. Yeah, because uh, I put 2,000 points on my account, and that was exactly enough to buy uh, all three of those games. How'd you get 2,000 on your account? Uh, I bought it with my credit card. And they come in increments of 2,000? Yeah, you can get 1,000, 2,000, 500, and 4,000? Okay. They they changed the points amount uh, a couple months ago. Okay, I'm just used to the cards. That's all I've ever purchased. Yeah, no, I just I use the credit card. Right, right. 
Anyways, how about the news? Alright, let's move on to some news. Um, I guess first up, we'll go into the Activision one. That was, that's, it's kind of the hot news at the moment. Yeah. Um, so everyone knows that the whole Infinity Ward and Activision issue that went down a few months back, um, just kind of some more information is being brought out, and I wouldn't say more developments, but just kind of, like, more sides to it, like, um... Like this whole bonuses aspect, I didn't, I hadn't heard of that before, right? Yeah, well, that was um, one of the reasons that the, the main guys were leaving or got fired. Was that the bonuses, or was that just? It was the, one. Uh, it was like one of the things they went uh, asking about the bonuses, and then like a whole campaign was brought up against them. Okay, because I thought it was literally just they weren't getting an, the correct amount of money from not bonuses, but just from like what the game made. And that's why they were kind of up in arms at the beginning. That was that the rest of the employees were also in on that too. But like the there's like forty something employees who all left Infinity Ward. And uh, okay, yeah. And it was going to the details about the whole lawsuit because this basically sheds a lot of light on it. Yeah. So they're this they're kind of bringing up how this is from uh, some of the people who've already left. How they were talking about Activision kind of created a police space. Uh, a police state inside of the company, and uh, like they conducted secret interrogations. They were secret, <laughs> and employees. Sh- yeah, so that's crazy secret. as well. Secret. They were the most secret. Completely um, secret. So I'm just trying to figure out what the huge figure that originally they were supposed to be getting. Half a million. Ha- or half a billion. Half a, mi- no, half, half, a billion. half a billion. So apparently that's how much uh was that how much Infinity Ward was supposed to be getting? Yeah, the employees of Infinity Ward were supposed to be getting that. Supposed to be getting that. And it, like it got to the point where Activision literally just said get over it. Which I I if that is true, I find that hilarious. That is funny. That's also t- that's terrible. Yeah, like I don't understand how they could think they could get away with saying that if it's true, like Half a billion dollars in damages or in money supposed to go right. to all these different employees, and they're like, "No, nope, don't worry about it. Forget and it." Eventually, it, it got it got lowered to about a quarter of a billion, and I'm just like, I'm, just, I'm wondering, I'm like, I'm wondering why it even got lowered in the first place. Maybe they figured it was if they lowered it, it didn't make them seem as bad. I don't know, or maybe at this point they're not caring as much. Like it's it's they probably just, at this point it's something. probably not as much about the money, more about everything that happened. I suppose. And uh, so right now they have a court date set for August 5th to try and... Because there's all these, like, suits uh, being filed against um, Activision by some of the previous people. For example, like, Jason West, Vincent Zampella. Um, Like, those two alone, they're seeking about $36 in unpaid royalties. See, that's what that's what I had heard of from before was the royalties from the game. Yeah, and it was bonuses but, for everyone else. Then I guess. But there's another suit, yeah, just about like the specific bonuses, and like I'm just hang, give me a sec to read because there was something about like Modern Warfare Three being like forced upon them. Yeah, they wouldn't. They got part of the bonus, and they wouldn't get the rest until they made Modern Warfare Three in 2011. Ex- exactly. Which that's crazy. Just oh, just wait about two years, then we'll give you your money. Yeah, that that's is what? that is bullshit. Exactly. Um, and then there was something, like, apparently they were supposed to have a, like a trial back in May 23rd. 
like, but that didn't happen, or that I'm not. Con- I'm a little confused about. I like. Yeah, the story's some pe- not. Super some people early. said it was supposed to happen later this year. Some people said it happens next year before the next E3. Oh, next year's E3. Okay. Anyway, they have a, a hearing like a in front of the judge on in like a, the very beginning of August for both the suits. Um, so I guess we're gonna have to wait a few months to hear, or I guess like about one month to to hear from that. Uh, I don't know. Any like per- thoughts on what might go down? I don't. I if Activision was smart, they would just try to settle out of court. But I don't see that actually being the case. Activision has had a lot of really stupid legal woes lately. Like, remember the whole debacle with Band Hero and when like No Doubt and uh, yeah, Guitar Hero Five and Kurt Cobain. In no way were those like this big. Yeah, like this is the first. This is like one of the biggest scandals, video game developer wise. Right, and and also with those ones, those are brought up by like the music artists. This was like insider company issues. So I, you know, I hope the uh, the previous Infinity War guys. I hope they win because clearly they made a a game. They made their company tons of money, and they're not getting that money. Now I've seen some of the stuff on like Activision side where they basically they were acting stupidly cocky, and to be fair, they were doing a bunch of dumb things. Like I know you haven't played Modern Warfare two, but I played a bit of it. But uh, the end credits. They like it goes super slow, and there's like this cutscene playing while they show all the credits of Infinity Ward, and then when they go to the people from Activision who helped on the game, it just cuts through super fast. Like it goes at like triple speed. You can barely read the list. I've I watched right, a video online. And it's just it's kind of funny that they did that, but it's also super rude. I remember hearing about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that's like that's a, that's a weird standpoint to put that through it. Like. I, like I, I'm just curious, like the mindset they were in when they decided to do that. Oh well, hopefully the best goes for whoever deserves the money, which I think should be Infinity Ward, right? Yeah, I I would prefer that the employees of Infinity Ward get it because they did put a lot of work into the game, and it's sold a lot, so they deserve some credit, even if some people are complaining about the game now. I just don't understand how Activision feels like they can even win it. There may be some so, side of the story that no one's telling. Maybe. Out of that, they just have like really good lawyers. That Infinity Ward signed, maybe that they're not bringing up. Bringing up. It's going to end up being something by like this that. point now. We would have heard something, but I don't know. I guess we'll find out how it goes down in August. Um, moving on, let's talk a bit about Dragon Age Two. Okay. It was announced this week. Or I guess it was kind of close to the last week's podcast. Well, but, we, uh, with, everyone knew there was going to be a new Dragon Age. Like it sold really well. Um, there was even teasers in like the Mass Effect Two case or some event that they were going to announce a new Dragon Age project in, for 2011. Oh, I didn't know that at all. Oh yeah, well they they announced. I can't remember what exactly teased it, but uh, there was some new Mass Effect project and a new Dragon Age project will be for 2011. Well, we all knew about the Mass Effect one because even in like the loading screens of Mass Effect Two, it said move your character over to Mass Effect Three when you're done. And you were like, okay, hope great. Um, but they kind of officially announced it with giving some like information and uh, some concept art and everything. Uh, so this one is not gonna have a subtitle. It's just Dragon Age Two. 
That seems kind of weird. Yeah. One of the biggest things that they're changing, um, I guess I'll kind of like run through the list of what they kind of have decided to um, like detail a bit. Um, it's an all-new adventure. It, apparently this, the, it's going to take place across like a 10-year span of the character's life. Um, they have some really funny ways of like uh, of, of wording this. Um, you'd go deeper into the world of Dragon Age with an entirely new cinematic experience that grabs hold of you from the beginning and never lets go. <laughs> that's that's that called cool. marketing schlock. I just found, yeah, I found that a little over the top. Um, apparently there's updated graphics. Because I guess they weren't outstanding in the first game, so I guess that's good. There's a whole new visual style. It looks like it might be a little more artistic from some of the... Uh, then again, I'm looking at basically concept art, but from from the concept art, it looks a little... It does look a bit more different. It kind of, like from this one shot of like the person walking out of the shadows... I'm ki- I'm kind of reminded of Journey, the new one from that game company, and just kind of like the high contrast, solid shapes. Um, anyways, one of the biggest things is they're doing what they kind of did for Mass Effect, and only letting you have one character, and you can choose if it's a male or female. See, I I don't understand it because couldn't you really just choose kind of whatever you wanted from a bunch of different classes in the yeah, first in game? The fir- in the first game, there was a it was all. It was all about. It was called. It was called Origins, and you got to choose from four different races and three different character classes, and each one of them had its own playable and like complete origin story. And then they all kind of came together slowly, and it made for this really interesting uh, kind of world. Now they're just bringing it down to one person. Now maybe they're doing that in a, in a sense of trying to work on the story. Because would you say Mass Effect Two had a better story or Dragon Age Origins? I didn't play enough of Dragon Age. I only got, I believe, about ten hours in, and I don't think I was paying enough attention to really un- remember the story. So I'd have to give it to Mass Effect 2. Um, but like I said, I can't really make that kind of judgment call. Did you ever play either of those two? No. I'm, I'm not the one to talk about this. Right, okay. Well, like they were both good games, and I'm, I don't really have too big of an issue with them sticking to one person, because... Like, I can understand the reason why they shouldn't. A lot of people would feel more attached to their own customized character and what they chose and what they preferred. But, uh... I don't know, I guess it's... I don't know, it's something different, so I guess that's good. Um, and I'm sure, like, Bioware makes great games, and they make them, like, deep and full of dialogue, so I'm sure we won't be missing out on anything. Um... So yeah, I guess that I like. I, I'm not disappointed. I should probably play through the first one, actually. Uh, yeah, like I I don't know. Like I think it's an interesting choice, but I'm afraid it might turn too Mass Effectish, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just kind of surprising. Right. Yeah. Well, I guess. Yeah. Th- what you're saying is they should have more separating them than just it's in the medieval ages. Yeah. Right, I guess it was definitely something different to it. Oh, well, like, they already put out that expansion, and that had a completely other origin story, so they've made tons of origin stories. They may just be, like, this may this may be a break for them. You think so? 
I have no idea. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully it's good. I'm sure it will be good, but the new character's name is Hawk. <laughs> like Hawk. Like yeah, like H A W K E. Original. How's it? Why is that not original? I don't know. Just I'm joking. Like there's always like a hawk or like a some animal name or something weird like that. Okay, like cause I was just trying to think. I don't know very many other characters named Hawk. I don't know, it just seems like it could have been more... I, I don't know what I'm looking for at this point. Like, it's not fully my style of game anymore. Okay. Alright, well, moving on to a bit more. We, uh... Some Assassin's Creed stuff. This is just kind of a short one. They have announced that there will be no Assassin's Creed in 2011. Which I'm glad for. Yeah, definitely. Like Their main reason is... Because with Brotherhood coming out this year, that would mean there's only about one year between uh, the second game and Brotherhood. And this is going to end Ezio's story. So I guess that's good. Because I was surprised he's even coming back for another like 20-hour game, they said. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't want it to be overplayed at all. What was the gap between Assassin's Creed 1 and 2? Was it two years? It was two years. It came out... I believe it was 2008, and I don't know was if it was November or if it was at the beginning of 2008. Oh, I'm trying to think. It was either it was either like March 2008 or November 2008. I'll just look that up quickly. But yeah, the main point I'm getting across is like that two-year gap for Assassin's Creed One and Two did the game a lot of good. Right. Yeah, that second and came and was great. Yeah. Now, was a one-year gap between Brotherhood, like, how did they say how long they had been working on Brotherhood? I would assume almost as long, like, a coinciding release, or coinciding development. It wasn't announced until sometime afterwards. Um, but, I, you know, I, I, I have to only assume that it's been about maybe a year and a half at most. Because remember, they're keeping all of, like, their art assets and models from Assassin's Creed 2. Maybe altering them just slightly. Um, but I can't see them changing much of the mechanics or anything at all besides that. Well, there's going to be some changes, clearly, since it's multiplayer now. Well, it's multiplayer and single player, so for the single player, they can't, I doubt they're changing too much. Oh, sorry. Um, Assassin's Creed 1 was actually November of 2007. Oh, three years. No, because Assassin's Creed 1 came out in 2009. Or sorry, Assassin's Creed oh, right. Two came out two thousand nine. Right, yeah, because it's two thousand ten now. Yeah, right. so it's it's yeah. it's a two year gap. Two so. years. Um, but yeah, no. So like a lot of like the Ezio models and stuff there for the campaign. I'm assuming they're recycling that from the second game, but they seem to be putting a ton into the multiplayer. So I'm assuming that's what they spent the majority of their time on. Hmm. Like is I I haven't read much on brother or brother lines. Is it taking place in some of the same areas or it's, bro- it's or it's is brotherhood? Brother, did I say brother line? You said brother lines, yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. So brotherhood. Uh, are they taking place in most of the same areas as in the main game or what? Or has it even been like stated? You're talking like the multiplayer part or the campaign? Campaign. Um, I believe they. I'm assuming they're going to have at least one new city. Um, however, with, like, uh, yeah, because yeah, cause he goes to Rome this time, so there is at least that, which I'm assuming that's going to be pretty big, mm. um, and they've even talked about bringing, like, the villa stuff back, so, like, re- 
fixing up your city, but on a much larger scale. So that'll be Rome, I believe they said. Um, however, in the little uh, video they showed at E3, you're in your... I guess, I don't want to say your hometown. Um, it, it was your uncle's town. I can't remember where that is. Wherever your villa was, you're in there, and it's, it looks basically the same. Um... So they are definitely reusing some of the areas from the second game, but they do at least have one more new one. I'm assuming they might have a second new one, but I can't see anything more than that. See, because, like, I'm not sure how I'd feel about, unless there's a lot of improved content or there's a lot of extra stuff, I'm not sure how I'd feel about wandering around the same areas in a new $70 game. Exactly. That's why... But they've even that like that makes me think they're going to be focusing on the multiplayer. But they've even said multiplayer was a focus, but we definitely did not take away from the single player. So I'm assuming they're going to have a ton in there. And like the, the Assassin's Creed games are always great. I doubt they would put this one out there just to like milk it. I would hope not, because like oh, I, sure. that would be more like the handheld uh, adaptations, like Bloodline or was it? Yeah, it was Bloodlines for. Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking of when I said it earlier. That's yeah, I was gonna bring that up earlier, and then all like the DS ones. I can, I can't remember those names like Discovery Battle. and something Altair's Chronicle or something like that. Oh yeah, Chronicles, something like that. I think Battles was like Prince of Persia Battles. Yeah, that was the card game. Just great stuff. <laughs> But yeah, like I don't know how I feel. I I I agree with the idea that sh- they should take an, at least an extra year off so they can work on concepts. Like a lot of good franchises are usually years apart. Like look at Gears of War. Um, I was gonna say look at Halo, but I mean with all the crossover ones we've gotten lately, it's a little kind of hard to swallow that. Right, and just kind of looking from but from what they did of Assassin's Creed one to two, it definitely made a difference and came out looking great. Have they said if this is going to involve Desmond, uh, the new Brotherhood one? They haven't brought that up. I'd have to assume that it would, because like they said, it, there's 20 hours of campaign there. I doubt that would stick all uh, completely to Ezio. Um, if anything, I could see them getting by with having no Desmond until, like, the very end, just kind of, like, an after-the-credits, and having, like, a big cliffhanger-type thing. Mm. But I, my assumption is Desmond is going to be in there. At least that's one of the main things I'm looking forward to in the Assassin's Creed thing, is figuring out what's going on with Desmond. That was, like, one of my... That was, like, my biggest disappointment with the second game, is there wasn't much with that. But I was, like, the one person, apparently. Yeah, I know. Desmond's sections haven't even... haven't proven to be the most popular. Yeah, in the first game, everyone kind of hated how you had to do Desmond like after every chapter. And I was like, I'm, I love this. I'm just learning more about stories, seeing crazy things written on the wall. But apparently I'm the one person. Anyway, moving on. You wanted to bring up something, I believe, right? Yeah, there was a certain story that happened uh, earlier this week that a lot of people have gotten up in arms about. We personally aren't really attached to it because we don't play much of this game. But Blizzard Entertainment, always the popular company, decided that its infamous World of Warcraft forums, which has a way too many people on it, also has way too many people trolling on it. And a lot of other issues that 
moderation is very difficult to control. So they wanted to involve a new concept where your real ID, a.k.a. your actual name, would be displayed on your forum accounts. So whenever you posted on the forums, people knew your real name. Now, the concept behind this is that by losing the, uh, the anonymity, or I can never pronounce that word right, losing your, the anonymous factor that you have, <laughs> see, that's what I just do. Uh, when you, losing the anonymous factor you have on an internet forum, you don't act like a troll or an idiot as much. But, right, right. the problem is everyone kind of got an uproar. Uh, a lot of different groups were like this. People were like, I don't want to, say my real name, I'll get stalked. People were like, I don't want people to know I'm a girl because it's the internet. Uh, some people were like, I don't want people to know that I play World of Warcraft because it's career suicide. Stuff like that. Yep, yep. So it's a good concept that they were going through to try to stop it, but it was like a huge negative response. And then right, I can't see anyone really like it, wanting that. Yeah, I know. I can. I I agree with the concept. I just it's was pretty poorly handled. I think uh, one of the funniest parts that came out of it, and also one of the worst, was uh, one of the moderators like, "Oh, come on, this system's not bad." Here, he released his real name, and uh, apparently, like ten or twenty minutes later, people were posting his address, the names of his kids, and where they went to school. <laughs> That's terrible. I know. Oh. That's terrible. But th- this also proves a point about like how horrible people are on the internet. Right. No. Yeah. People on the internet terrible. I I agree with that. But uh, I literally with with what with the resources Blur- Blizzard has, they should have just invested in some like I don't know better moderating. <laughs> just pay a company to do it for them. They could easily do that. Yeah, it's true. Easily. I don't know, I just... I I like the idea, and it would be interesting to see that in the long run. Basically, it would get the world to a point where, you know, you're no longer anonymous. You actually are who you are on the internet and in real life. But, considering how many creepy people there are out there, that's not going to happen for a long time, if ever. Like, Korea apparently is passing a law where if a site has more than so many, like, subscribers or visitors, that they have to show their real name. Oh, I, did, I didn't hear about this at all. This was I. This was in an article I saw related to the, uh, the whole thing. Right. Now, uh, Blizzard eventually backed down and canceled the whole idea, probably because yeah, of how... Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, probably because of how fast that moderator got kind of stalked. That's terrible. I know. I can't believe that. Well, I can easily believe that. It's happened before. Well, yeah, I, but I can't believe that it like they would do that to prove a point, or that oh, it is so like, easy to find out information about them. I guess. Like, I guess it had to go that far before before they realized it, maybe this isn't the best thing to do. Yeah. Well, that's that's always the case. Sometimes you have to go too far to prove a point. Yep. But yeah, that was pretty much that whole situation there. Like, it would have been a cool idea. Some people are thinking that they're going to try it again in the future, like after StarCraft II, because apparently people were saying they were going to give up their accounts in World of Warcraft and cancel their pre-orders of games if they had to start doing that. Like, people were actively saying, I'm no longer buying your products because you're going to show my real name. I think that's a bit much. Like, I don't see what the... See, and the funny thing is, it's it was just on the forum... 
Like, this was not for, like, in-game. This was, from what I remember, just in the World of Warcraft forums. Right. Now, I, I guess I don't really have a, a good reference point from this, because as much as I'm not a... Like, I'm fine with putting my name out there, clearly. Yeah. Obviously. Um, I, I don't know, just... I guess there are people obsessed with that game that it wouldn't be the best, like you said, social suicide. Mm. And I know, like, there's there's been, like, World of Warcraft killings, so if you if people had your real name, that would probably happen a lot more often. Right, and of course you don't want that. I just, I still kind of find it a little funny that they just found him completely. And we're like, oh yeah, you still like it now? Yeah... The internet. Speaking of the internet, though, don't we have uh, something to read out? Oh, just like our responses, then? Yeah, because that Maybe was that, that was it for that story. So I don't know if we have any emails. Uh, uh, we don't this week. However, we yeah, we'll get to the we'll do the responses then. Um, did you think of anything? Uh, honestly, n- sort of and sort of didn't. All right, let's hear yours. Okay, so uh, Miyamoto has basically admitted lately he's been kind of into swimming, and a lot of his characters kind of revolve around uh, his hobbies. Like, Pikmin was based on his love of gardening. Right. Uh, I guess we should kind of, like, preface, like, what exactly we're talking about. Oh, yeah, sorry. For those who didn't tune in last week, uh, Miyamoto has said that he is going to start try to introduce a new character, like a new franchise maybe, starting next year. And uh, we posed the question to listeners... What do you think this new character could be like? Come up with your own ideas, like what you think he might aim for, something like that. So, the same article that mentioned that he was thinking of trying to get a new character out by next year uh, also made me, like, he mentioned that he likes swimming now and stuff like that. And a lot of his characters come from that. Like I said, Pikmin came from his love of gardening. Uh, Link from Legend of Zelda came from his idea of, like, liking to go on little adventures when he was a kid, stuff like that, all from personal experience. Right, and like the whole fishing part in uh, Zelda came from him enjoying fishing. Exactly. That's, all, how, that's like, how that spawned. Little bits and pieces like that. So since he said he was swimming, I'm thinking he might try to come up with some like undersea adventure game that isn't Deep Ocean. The Michael Phelps game? Is it Deep Ocean or Blue Ocean? No, that has nothing to do with Michael Phelps. What are you talking about? Last... Was it la- yeah, uh, not last year. A couple years ago, when we had the Summer Olympics, yeah, and Michael Phelps was huge because he was sw- swimming master. Um, th- he had a game lined up to being made, and there was going to literally be like eight worlds for him to go through. <laughs> and it was going to be a swimming game. You didn't hear about this? No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, it had. It was totally going to come out until he started to do all the drugs. That is hilarious. Yeah. Well, Michael not Phelps not the drugs part, but. <laughs> Well, maybe for you. Um, Winners don't use drugs. <laughs> Is that a direct quote? Yes. Top-down perspective. Top-down perspective. Winners, Winners don't use drugs. Winners don't use drugs. Um, so yeah, that's what he should make. The Michael Phelps game. <laughs> he should just be lead designer on that. That would be the funniest thing. I don't see... He just, pick, he just like comes into the boardroom and picks that up. I could just see... Everyone's just kind of staring at him like, What are you doing? <laughs> You work for Nintendo! Michael Phelps, number one swimmer. Oh, that'd be pretty funny. Uh, uh, so you think under just some kind of underwater-themed game? Yeah, I'm thinking... Any like, genres? 
I don't know what kind of genre. Like, uh, well, like I guess Starfy. we do already have Starfy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I could I could see something kind of like Blue Ocean. Is that the Wii game? I can't remember. Uh, yep. Blue Ocean's there. Yeah. Um. Uh, so something kind of in that concept where you're just kind of adventuring underwater. Maybe something. This might sound weird, like a third person or a, a 3D underwater platforming game or underwater adventure game. If it actually, if it had a lot that more action like, than say Blue Ocean, I could see that actually kind of being a little interesting. That just makes me think of like the opening of uh, Tomb Raider Underworld because that was a water level, mm. and I hated that. I guess, yeah. And to be fair, I don't like water worlds in Mario games, so... Eh. Yeah, and everyone always hates the water level. I don't know, because it's probably because of the slow motion and everything. Like, maybe if... If you got around the idea of, like, it hinders your movement, if your movement feels free, then it might not be as bad. Like, let's say... I was like Starfy? Because, you know, I'm not a huge fan of the movement in that. You know what? I was going to say Dark Void as an example. That's probably a horrible example. Dark Void? Uh, yeah, like, Does free, free movement in or? air. Like, except, oh, okay. like, being free movement underwater. Say the underwater is just, like, the locale. It doesn't actually hinder your movements. Okay. Just, like, a concept like that. Like, game design is all about finding ways around normal situations. Right. Or at least that's, like, one take on it. So I could see them doing that and kind of making something interesting out of it. All right. Um, so with mine, I was kind of thinking that he would stick to a, like I, mine was kind of like a half answer as well. Uh, I didn't think of anything specific, but uh, I was going to go with something more kind of artsy that normally if it wasn't Miyamoto with his a million resources, it would easily be on the arcade, like the Xbox Live Arcade. Mm. Um, and I was going to stick with the, with like the water theme as well, but, um, literally that's, I couldn't think of anything that kind of just hasn't been done besides the fact that I could see him sticking to a, jo- a genre that he's done before, but just altered, altered, alterating, altered. What I want, alter, not altered, altering. Yeah, there we go. Man, I'm bad right now. Dictionary. Um, uh, we're both just bad at words. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, uh, just kind of altering it slightly to make it. I don't want to say more casual gamers, but just kind of more easily accessible by most people Um, because that's what Nintendo does like Mario made platforming mad easy compared to some other games Uh, but yeah that's kind of what I stuck with just I guess the main part was kind of just kind of like a more artsy feeling game to it I don't want to say like flow or anything but more of a game than flow was yeah Okay, anyway, so that. we did get a reader response. This one was from Kaokin. He posted it up on our site. Um, he says shooter. Really? We'll go into a shooter game. Mario with a chain gun is the image I want you to see. I, I kind of just hope that doesn't happen. It, it, I don't think he literally means Mario with a chain gun. I'm pretty sure he means like gameplay style. Just kind of like a little bit of like a goofy shooter? Yeah, kind of like a... So like a, Shank? That's coming out, and that's like the goofiest of shooter. That said, other one that was um. Sorry, did you say Shank? I said Shank. Yeah, have you yeah. seen anything? About oh that? yeah, I'm waiting for Shank. I'm psyched for that. Yeah, so like, you're talking like kind of like that. You think maybe? Maybe I could see something cool like that. I don't know. Um, some people have also wondered if there's going to be a new like female character because Nintendo has what three? Uh, like Samus. Samus Peach. 
Daisy. I guess that's. Oh, are we counting like side characters yeah. as also characters? Let's, yeah, let's count main characters. So let's let's say Daisy doesn't count. Uh, so that'd be Maybe Samus, Zelda, Peach and Peach, what? I'm surprised Peach even counts. Peach has had her own. When I say like Peach has had her own games. they need to be the star of their of a game. Peach has had like her own game series. I know she had her own game, and I did play it, but I, I said the star of the series. Oh, well, then if that's the case, then it would literally be Samus. Yeah, exactly. Um, I guess if we go with side characters, there's wait, isn't there like a, a female character in Sin and Punishment? Uh, yeah, but that's not really Nintendo made. That's Treasure made. Oh, okay, sir. I thought that was Nintendo brand. Well, um, Sin and Punishment Two has got Nintendo published, but the first one wasn't. Um, so if we go side characters, there's also, like, Crystal from Star Fox. Yeah, I guess if you do it that way. I'm just trying to think what else. Toadette. Zelda, Peter, Daisy. Like, the point is, Nintendo has very few female characters in the roster. And really only one, maybe two, that are, like, not stereotypical damsel in distress. And even Zelda's pushing that limit sometimes. So really, yeah. really, Samus is the only female character that's not pure female. Do you think they had it in their heads to do female from the beginning? What, for Metroid? Yeah. Well, that was the whole like twist at the end of the first game, was that you beat it, and if you beat it fast enough, you f- she takes off her suit, and you're like, oh, crap, I was playing as a girl all along. Oh, okay, sorry, I didn't know it was in the first game that they revealed that. I thought it was a couple games. Then. No, it was the first game, yeah, but you had to beat it all fast right. enough and get enough items to do it. That's that started that started the <laughs> the uh, against sexual or I guess for sexism idea of if you beat the game fast enough, Samus just shows up in a bikini. Yeah, that was that in one of them or was that a joke? That was in a bunch of them actually. Okay, yeah, I just you know I don't play a lot of Metroid. Uh, yeah, if you beat the game fast enough with a high enough item percentage, usually it's a hundred percent. Samus completely takes off her suit, and until they introduce that zero suit in the. Metroid Prime series, it was basically like a bikini. Oh, okay. That zero suit concept makes no sense to me. How many suits do you got, Samus? I got zero? Nope. I got one. I don't even remember why it's called the zero suit. I forget. It it wasn't because it was introduced in Zero Mission. It was something else. Is it just like, it's just kind of bare bones? It's, I don't know, it's a skin-tight suit under a suit. I could see why they call it a zero suit, because she wouldn't normally wear it. Right, and that's from like all the um, footage in like other M. Mm. That seems to be like what she wears when she's like just hanging around her planet. Well, I I haven't seen much other M stuff like that isn't that takes place current day because the majority of it is flashback where she's wearing like that army uniform and she's got the short hair. Right. Because I've seen like one clip of uh, Samus in other M where she's like actually current day. Because I thought the majority oh. of other M was a flashback. But was um, from what I remember, the army suit was the zero suit. I thought I just remember seeing a ton of her in the zero suit. Maybe I'm wrong. I've, I, I can think of two bits that were her in the zero suit, and the rest were just her wearing like fatigues. Okay, I guess I haven't been checking these trailers enough. I'm gonna play other M. Yeah, well, it, it comes out. That. Was it August? It's ne- the end of next August month. Right yeah. Speaking of pushbacks, Dead Rising Two was pushed back. Yeah, September? No, it's past September now. What is it? No, no, it's September now. Oh, okay. It was it was August. Now it's uh, September. I'm just what's with all these like one month long pushbacks? Like, what can you get done in a month? You know what? If 
if the game is better for it, I'm not going to complain. Yeah, no, I won't complain either. Just a month? What do you get for a month? I Maybe just like some bug tweaks or something like that. I guess. It's the only thing I can think of. Other than that, there's just things have been going on with that game, like just not showing up at conventions, getting pushed back a month. Wait, but wasn't it at E3? Like there was a Dead Rising 2 area. They had zombie no, models just, and everything. It was like last year. It didn't come to like PAX or something. For, for and the reason was like we don't want to get swine flu, which is just like a weird reason not to come show your game. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, uh. So I guess uh. That's. One kind of last little bit of news thing. I don't even really know how we're going to present this. Um, Kotaku wrote up kind of like a list about kind of breaking down which games are going to be 2010 and which games are going to be 2011. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought we would just kind of address that a bit. Like I really don't know how we're going to talk about this, actually. Kirby's Epic Yarm comes in 2010, and I'm excited about that. Yeah, well, Kirby, it was Kirby Donkey Kong Country Returns. Uh, is that what the name of it is? Yeah, Donkey Kong Country Returns is the name, as far as I'm aware of. Oh, I never, I didn't know they had a subtitle, ever. Uh, I'm looking uh, at this list. Call of Duty Golden Black Sun Black. is this year, so, Yahoo. It's good for that. i got to get through Lost Age. I haven't played Lost Age at all. Lost Age is pretty good. I play. I played the hell out of. Oh, the new game. the new Castlevania is supposed to be this year as well, the new 3D one. Harmony of Despair. Uh no, that's oh, the uh, Summer of Arcade one. Lords of Shadow. Yeah, okay. that's the one that. Harmony g- of Despair. I'll probably pick up that. I guess. Which what Summer of Arcade games are you getting? Harmony of Despair for sure. Because I'm a huge fan of all the 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 Metroidvania Castlevania games, and this is a six player one. I think it's six or is it four? It's multiplayer, which is the main point. Okay. Are you going to wait up all night? Have you ever done that to an arcade game? No. I have. I did that for Geometry Wars. Wow, really? Geometry Wars 2. <laughs> no, it's great, because like, where we are, it didn't c- turn on until like 3 in the morning. At this point, with the way my sleep schedule is now, with all these night shifts I do at work, it doesn't really matter anymore. I'm always awake for it anyways. I suppose... For some of these, I think... Oh, I guess it'll be on a Wednesday. I was going to say we should, like, podcast while we're waiting for it. Mm-hmm. NBA Jam's another one I'm kind of looking forward to. Is that... Uh, that's not the Summer of Arcade. Are you just looking at the list? Yeah, I'm looking at the list. Okay, Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I guess some I guess some noticeable ones. Hydro Epic Thunder. Mickey's also this year. I didn't know that. Which one? Is? Oh, Epic Mickey, yeah. Epic Mickey, which that looks really cool. Um, that Golden Eyes coming out... Yeah, uh, the n- Ghost Trick, the one made by the Phoenix Wright developers. I'm looking forward to Ghost Trick a lot. Little Big Planet really 2 want, is like, this year? I didn't know that one. That's It's on this list. I've, th- I've been thinking of getting uh, um, Dragon Quest Nine, actually, for the DS. I'm, I kind of want a good RPG, and I'm thinking of getting it. Just I kind of just want a DS, th- something on the DS to play that's not Starfy. Mm. Well, I've got a trip coming up next week, so I need something to tide me over for the long flights. All right, yeah, so I guess we should say John won't be in the podcast next week. So Nathan will be for sure. He better be, otherwise there isn't a podcast. Yeah, otherwise there won't be a podcast. Or you'll be just talking to yourself. Sonic 4 was this year? Oh, yeah, didn't they say, like, Christmas it was coming out? Sonic 4? Yeah, I thought that got delayed again. Or am I imagining that? I think you're imagining that. Last I heard is, like, episode one is going to be around Christmas. 
Sonic Colors. I'm gonna wait to see how that is before I make an opinion. I'm not impressed so far. Ter- though. That's gonna be terrible. That's gonna be terrible. Uh, Splatterhouse. I'm kind of psyched for. I don't know who that is. I like I like my beat 'em ups. Okay. Guitar Hero Warriors of Rock. I'm so burnt out on music games. Yeah, so am I. Though I did just pick up that metal track pack for Rock. I picked up Guitar Hero Five and Beatles because I got them for like twenty bucks each. That is more than I would have spent on Guitar Hero Five for sure, mm-hmm. and probably Beatles as well, since I don't ever touch mine. I'd buy Rock Band Green Day if it wasn't sixty bucks. Really? All right. I like Green Day. I'm, I'm just not interested at all. I I like I like their songs are easy to sing because they're like right in my range. The problem is I just can't right. justify spending that much money on a game I'm not going to play enough of. Okay. All right. Anyway, I think that I think we've got to wrap it up now. We're hitting that time. Yeah. Uh, so we didn't get any emails this week, but feel free to send some in for next week. Our email address is topdownperspective at hotmail.com. We do read them all. We've never said no to somebody. Except that one time. I don't remember that one time. I'm, I'm, jo- I'm joking. Uh, okay, I wasn't sure if you were there, joking. There was the time that our, our we lost a podcast recording after we read out someone's email. That was it. Oh yeah, but didn't we like redo it? Uh, I can't. Re- we, uh, we did part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was like super long. Yeah. Sorry, Alex, if you're still listening. All right. My name has been Sean. I've been your host. I've been joined with John. Yo. Thanks again for doing it. And we will see you all next week. Well, I will, John. I will. I'll. I'll be at the other end of the country. Are you going to be next next week? Should be, but I'll be back at work again, so I'll be podcasting from work. Not an issue. Um. Actually, no. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be. It'll be from work. So yeah. <laughs>